So next on the You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet podcast, we have a fledgling foursome. I say fledgling because they all look so much younger than I do. It makes me feel very, very good. <laughs> they have played all across Belfast from busking to bars. And there is something in their sound that harks back to the early days of punk right here in Belfast. They have two EPs under their belt, singles as well. And I can't wait to hear where they're going to go next. It's false alarm, lads. How are you? Well, how's it going? It's a pleasure. Very good. Thank you for having us. Very good. Very good. I suppose, look, we'll kick off with an easy one. Who are you? What do you play? What are you doing with yourselves? What's the crack? Uh, I'll kick us off here. So, yeah, as you've mentioned already, we're False Alarm. Uh, we're a, a bit of an alternative indie rock band uh, from here and uh, based around Bangor, Northern Ireland. Uh, we've been going for about three years now. Um, we, we first started playing together in 2020, post sort of the first COVID lockdown. And that was that was just sort of like rehearsals at home. And ever since then, we, 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 we grew and grew. We started basking in Belfast later on in 2020 through to 2021. Uh, we started um, moving on to other things, playing... Uh, playing gigs in bars selling tickets to to our own gigs and uh sort of getting that those sort of uh, initial sort of um feelings of uh, accomplishment i myself i'm ruben i play the um i play the rhythm guitar and i sing lead vocals uh, and I'll, I'll introduce you to the other members of the band here so with me i've got ben and i uh play drums how are you ben? i'm drish Trish. I'm good. I'm Grish and I play bass guitar. And I'm Charlie and I play lead guitar. Very good, very good. Well, lads, look, very nice to meet you all. I gotta ask, right? We've all used the phrase, oh, false alarm, false alarm, it's okay. You know, you know, the, the crisis has been averted. Where did the name come from? Well, <laughs> it's a funny one. Good luck um, on that one, Charlie. So originally it's um like me and Duresh have been friends for years, and there's one day and he was just running my house. And we'd maybe had like two or three band practices and we hadn't really, we were trying to just think because at the time we were just calling ourselves band. We we didn't have a name yet. We we're like, right, we should probably start coming with a name. And just kind of jokingly, we like went onto a, like a, a Google band name generator sort of thing. Right. And, and, I didn't know this. I, <laughs> and there was something. I can't remember what it was. It was something caution or extreme caution was one of the names that came up. And then me and Duresh argue to this day as to who who said it first. <laughs> but one of us said something caution, like read out the caution name, and the other person said false alarm. Duresh okay. is convinced it was him. Duresh convinced it was him. I'm, I'm convinced it was me. I'm convinced it was me. <laughs> and I guess we'll both take credit oh, for that God. one. So, And then it was in a big list of names, and then we kind of just, yeah... At the time, it just was like a name we really liked and we thought it... First play, first play. I like it, I like it. And Charlie and Jerish, you have been friends from school or been friends a while, but how did the whole band, lads, come together? So obviously me and Charlie, we've been in secondary school, so about seven years or so. Mm -hmm. Um, For Ruben and Ben, they were friends in, uh, in school as well. And also Ruben and Charlie were friends. So I met Ruben through Charlie and then... Through Ruben and Ben, so we all just became friends and finally started the band. Yeah, it was my sixteenth birthday party. I think we all met for the first time, uh, and it, we sort of we 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 mentioned it briefly. We sort of jo- joked about it briefly, and we're like, "What if? What if?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then just sort of maybe when was it the the, the next year? It sort of started to materialize. So happy days. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of bands or people on their own or or singers singer songwriters. Start busking. And busking's a big thing because it gains confidence. It lets you sort of, you know, let your music out to the world, but also do covers and sort of play to the crowd. And it also, I think, builds up resilience. 
Do you like busking? What do you get from it? Um, yeah, so like we had these eight or nine songs after um, a few months of practicing. And then, yeah, we were just like, we don't really know what to do with them. Uh, so we'll just take them out on the streets of Belfast. And like these sorts of songs were, so it was like Green Day and uh, a bit of Guns N' Roses. And they were just kind of like, like everyone kind of knew them. Um, it was those sorts of vibes. And yeah, like the first time we did it, we got a lot of like success and praise and like it gained a lot of exposure just because like a lot of people are walking through Belfast. So mm. um, stuck a wee Instagram poster down, you know, gained a lot of followers through it. And then like, again, like the setup was not good. Like the race was using an acoustic guitar for a bass oh. and playing up four strings. And, <laughs> and I was playing a cajon, I wasn't even playing a drum kit. Uh, Charlie was the only one who had some sort of decent gear with him. Uh, Ruben's mic sounded like it was from through like the water. Oh, like I was <laughs> but and, like we really enjoyed it, and like we could just be like free, like obviously, like we had a massive stage almost. Like Ruben could run around as much as he wanted to. Oh, and I would, I would. And we just kind of took it from there, and like the more we bus, and uh, the more we bus, like the more. Like the songs we learned, the more exposure we got, the better we got at performing. And that was kind of like the early foundations for us of actually performing in front of people. Yeah. Um, because it was kind of low pressure. You never really have a massive, massive crowd watching you at the one time. So if you messed up, you could kind of get away with it. But like like the more and more we played, kind of like the more skillful we got together as a band. And that kind of like progressed us into playing gigs in decent venues oh, per play and do you have like you've played across Northern Ireland and you've done sort of little mini festivals here and support acts there and loads of little different things is our favourite gig to date and it might not all you might not all have the same favourite gig but has there been a favourite gig to date oh flip oh, that is a difficult one uh, there's a couple that stick out to mind uh, we played Voodoo at the end of last summer that was probably our uh, that was probably our uh, biggest crowd to date but just the other month, I think it was March time, we played at the Queen's Students Union, mm. uh, and it was a it was a headline show of ours, uh, and we had the wonderful Martha Greer supporting us uh, with her band. But th- there was just something about the energy that night, and it being like a, a students union, uh, everyone our age coming along, just like the the vibe was really there, and the crowd were loving it, and we were loving it. Um, and yeah, just playing some of our own like new tunes for everyone. It was like it was it was quite surreal actually, but yeah. Happy days, I suppose. Getting that feedback from the crowd and the crowd enjoying it and the atmosphere, you know, really gives a good taste and just really, I suppose, you know, gives you so much more and wants you to put more in it. And almost wants like a night to never end. I know the feeling of being yeah. on stage and when, when the crowd's giving it back to you and things are going well, you're like, this is class. I'm on top of the world here. You know? Yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes you just wish you could play one more song forever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um... And then I suppose moving on to the, the debut EP, it's called Bad Habit. Four tracks on it. There's two definitely standout punk tracks, acoustic, and then one that has this sort of real Led Zeppelin vibe at the end, which I think anyway. Um, my dad was a massive Zeppelin fan, then I become a Zeppelin fan through that, so I was like, "Oh, Robert Plant's there somewhere." Um, so what were the feelings as a band behind this EP? Not like as a final result, but I suppose you know individually making it or going through it was there was there something like a driving force? I don't want to say a theme. But was there anything? Was there anything in it? Um. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, for us, it was like that was our first 
recording or something. And I think at the time we didn't like for us it wasn't really about like making super awesome music. For yeah. us it was just the experience, you know what I mean? Which we were just like because like we were all like 17 or something at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was from us it was more just about like that experience of like recording songs and sending them off to get mixed in some way and then uploading them to Spotify and getting like it was more like the process for us that was enjoyed by that but and then also just writing the songs and then but I just had very like bare bones of it all and then as a band we kind of formed the the larger feel sort of of it um and I think yeah like it's funny looking back because when you listen to it I, I don't think the the quality of them is is the greatest but you can I, I like there's something about it I do like as well though raw but yeah it's very yeah like it feels very garage bandy you know what I mean raw yeah, um, a good word <laughs> but it's funny because whenever you listen to it you can really like I feel like you can really hear for me like what I was listening to at the time mm. in the first two tracks you can like really hear like okay he was listening to a lot of Green Day and Foo Fighters and then the last two kind of had a, a bit of a zeppelin vibe you know, um, like the the acoustic song there was like a very inspired. What's the? Is it "Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You" by Led Zeppelin? Okay. Yeah, there was kind of been an inspiration there. Um, Without getting into any copyright cases. <laughs> no, obviously, obviously not, obviously not. You know what I mean? Just like that was like the the energy I wanted. You know that sort yeah. of like acoustic song, but it still has like a a, a rocky mm. feel to it. I can't really describe it. Um. And then the last one, we just wanted to make just a big rock song. Um, yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it, I have to say. And we'll go on to your latest um, EP in a wee minute, but Complete My Life was the next single. And it was definitely a divergence from what does it put out originally. So this is, to me anyway, listening and, and you know, listening to it, it's like, you know, we're finding our feet here. We're figuring out what we're good at, what we like, what we enjoy playing. I got a question. Is this a love song? Well... Who was it wrote the lyrics for? Well, no, I didn't write the lyrics for this one, Charlie. I wrote, I wrote this one. Would you want to take well, this I one guess as I'll, well? Yeah. I'll take this one just because I wrote it again. Um, well, this one was, I wrote this at the same time as like all the Bad Habit songs. Mm-hmm. And originally we had like talked about putting it on the Bad Habit EP. But then we just kind of thought it didn't fit fully because it was so different. Um so we didn't put it on and then we just kind of sat on it for ages trying to come up with different ways and like I was listening to a lot of like um I was listening to loads of like Coldplay stuff um and a bit like 1975 stuff when I was kind of writing that mm-hmm. and I feel like I feel like you can you can hear that um and so, yeah that one was just kind of stuff we just really want to just make something different because a lot of people who listen to Bad Habit who are like my friends they would be like big rock people. Okay. So they were kind of like they like they liked the EP, but they weren't like, oh yeah, you know, it wasn't their vibe because they'd be more like indie rock sort of stuff. Uh huh. So whenever it came to that, I was like, right, like like this, make let's make this really sound like a like an indie rock song. You know what I mean? Something nineteen seventy five Coldplay sort of vibe. Yeah. Um. And we we worked with our good friend Oshin, who's also a local musician here in Northern Ireland, and he's got some awesome music on spotify um and we worked with him for about i can't remember if it was a day or two days mm-hmm. but just recording all the parts 
and then he was kind of able to give us like input because like he he writes a lot of indie music as well so we're kind okay. of able to get like some stuff from him um Off each other, yeah. and it, yeah it was it was a really fun experience um and it was definitely it was very different like a lot of people were very like especially like one of my best friends he like literally listened to it when it came out and he like met, said to me he was like this doesn't sound like he's <laughs> at all but like yeah. not in a bad way he's like it just doesn't sound like he's like mm. it's so stylistically different well yeah. i suppose then like it, it it was very different from the ep on the or the first ep and then you released your second ep this year and it was called paper planes and i'm not gonna lie it sounds more mature it sounds there's more production on it where did this come about is that just used as a band sort of now trying to find your feet or is or now finding your feet and now sort of understanding, you know, how you play together, how you work together, what you want to do, or was this just because you brought a producer in, or what was the crack with this one? Um, I would say there's a few things that kind of that kind of like um tail it in the what it was. Um, I would say that the um EP, the, the title track, Paper Planes, it, it came about in just one night. And it was literally like Ruben just played a note, a chord in his guitar, and, and there it was. No, it wasn't me. No, Charlie played this. It was a Charlie. No, Charlie <laughs> Don't played. be taking my credit. I no, wrote No, no, you, wrote Charlie. Charlie played a couple. No, I wrote. Oh, yeah, you wrote the first riff. And then you, yeah. yeah. But then I wrote the solo, so you can't take that away from me. <laughs> anyway. But I, wrote the, but I wrote the second solo. Continue, Ben. So, continue. continue. Oh, I, I played the drums on it, so. Um, <laughs> uh, no, and like that was just kind of. After we, um, we kind of wrote the whole song in one night, then we were yeah, um, and then I like, smashed the lyrics out the next day. Don't yeah, know how, like, but we, we were really, we were really invested in this, and like we kind of realized pretty quickly that that was kind of like the style, um, that we enjoy playing, kind of really fast paced, mm. uh, nice and wide noise, um, which that definitely delivers, and like especially when the choruses and stuff like that, like it's nice and wide. You know, the, I'm pretty open on the drums and on the cymbals, um. And then with the other songs, the the song you don't know which says UDK on the, on the on the title list, and yeah. um, that that was kind of written a wee bit beforehand. It, it definitely has a different style to it, um. But I think the overall, like, and yes, the production is definitely better. We got yeah. a guy in, uh, uh, yeah, a guy from brand new friends called Aaron Milligan. He's a top lad, and he's really really good. And he was super helpful because that was kind of our first time like recording something properly. And like we would kind of thought we would just record it, he would just press play, and then that'll be it. But like he properly helped us out, like, gave us advice, gave us tips on the songs, like some of the things that you would hear in the song for his suggestions, yeah. which we then put into practice. And um, but overall, yeah, it was definitely more more mature. And then when we like polished, when we came, yeah, more polished. And when we came out of it, we definitely felt like we've taken a step forward and definitely the right direction and um, which kind of led us to what we brought out a few days ago well that's uh, a, i suppose that's the next one that's the next sing- single dimples very different again and i when i was listening to this last night uh, stupid o'clock trying to send invoices and write invoices and i was thinking <laughs> to myself the best way to describe this song right and i wrote it down here in front of me it's a love song in a werewolf's clothing you know, right. I, I, yeah. I don't know. That's just the vibe I was getting. Just like, you know, it's a love song, but it's there's 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 real bite to it. Yeah, Tell me, that's a really good way to put it. Where, where did this one come from? I know people say write from the heart. And this was the first time that I actually tried to write from the heart. So there was a, there was a bit of substance to this from my point of view. But unfortunately, just the way things go, just some things aren't meant to be. 
that's just what happens. But uh, yeah, I, I, I guess there was there was there was there was genuine feeling behind the lyrics. People ask, "Oh, who's this song about? Who's this song about?" Uh, and normally I just say, "Oh, no, it's just the song." But I, I would be lying if I said that the song wasn't about someone. But uh, yeah. no, it's 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 people people go their ways and things happen. Uh, but you know what? You can't take away from it as a song. I think that it's still probably our most um, probably our most favorite work to date. I suppose to say better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. Eh? Very true words. <laughs> right. Before I get you to tell me where everybody can find all your work and find your socials, we do a quick fire round, okay? You can answer this as a band or answer this as individuals. We're going to give you five questions and these are just a bit of fun. I say a quick fire, but nobody ever answers quickly. So I'll leave it up to you, okay? First question is this. If you were a drink, alcohol or otherwise, what would you be? People say that I'm like a pint of Guinness because, you know, Americans are fascinated by me, but they pretend to like me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been asked about this question before. I'll go, I'll um, go, I'll go. I'll, right, I, feel like, go. Uh, I feel like uh, regular Coke because uh, I'm always just a bit crazy. And yeah. I'd like to hop it for you and say what? Red Bull. Red Bull? Oh, maybe drink. any energy drink. I'm always bouncing off the walls. Anyone else? Let's go for a glass of milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Can I ask about the milk one? Is it full fat, semi skimmed, or is it that weird, like, you know, red 1% water shift, or is it oat milk? Oh, he drinks it straight from the carton. He literally drinks it straight from the carton. (laughs) Yes, boss. Yes. Yes. No, you don't understand. We're in, in, like, um, a sound, literally, like, in the studio or at Soundcheck, like, we were, whenever we were recording Dimples, we recorded it with a, a guy, Jacob Swan, who plays in the Florentinas. Mm. And we were sitting there recording with him. And um, like I was recording a, a guitar track or somebody was recording the drum track. And you look over in the corner of the room, there's just with like, like, like a pint of milk, like the full bottle. Just... Love it. And we're like... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, my type of guy. I'm not embarrassed at all. What's no. the next? Well, I, I feel like I feel like we 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 really dragged that quick fire question. On. <laughs> okay, next question. If you had a superpower, what would it be, and what would you do with it? Oh, Spider-Man powers. You can't go for flight at this point. It's so overused. You gotta go for something like, uh, reality warping. Change reality. Yeah, no, no, that's true. I one time I saw one time I saw about the 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 ability the ability to change the odds of anything happening between zero and hundred. But I feel like that's kind of cheating. So so like so, what you just be the best professional gambler ever? No, no, no. So like basically you can like like if you want to do something you can like say right that what are the chances I can do this one hundred? So like I can do it, but that's kind of cheating. So I'd probably just say flying. <laughs> okay. Fair. I think like Spider Man powers, Spider Man powers, like heightened reflexes, agility, all that. Fair play. Fair play. Anybody Seven else before we move on? Strength, but he's also he's already got super strength. So. Oh, <laughs> so next question. I assume everybody is of drinking age here before I ask this next question. Yes? Yes. yes. Very fair play, fair play, fair play. So hangover food. What is it? Is it food at all? Maybe it's crisps. Maybe it's a dirty Chinese. Maybe it's a bosom. Maybe it's your ma's Sunday dinner. Maybe it's a fag of Yorkshire puddings you put in the oven and eat on your own. What is it? What, what is it? Right. Once again, this, this don't say they're, no. they're going to laugh at me for this and I don't care because it 100% works. 
Right. So come back after an night out. What you think? <laughs> there, can't wait for this. Right. I got one, a glass of milk. It works. I don't care what anyone says, it works. Two boiled eggs. Ooh. I'm sorry, I don't that's Megan. It works. Right, keep going, keep going. What else? Um, probably a slice of toast with some peanut butter, and that's me. Not the I will tell you what, my favorite hangover food was an A-level music revision class. That was my favorite. So <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go on like an absolute set. Buff. I've I have I've never had a hangover. Haha. <laughs> no, why? <laughs> oh wait, oh wait, my friend. Oh wait. No, 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 like, no, I, no, like no. I dread the day, but like Anytime, I don't know what it is. Like, anytime I go out drinking, I'm really good at just coming home, getting like a pint of water and eating something. And like, I've never experienced any form of a hangover, and even at like my asking, absolute worst. Charlie, what age are you? 19. You're 19. Okay. You have miles to go, a... lad. Miles to go. No, I know. <laughs> I, I've been on, I've been, I've had like, I had a, what, a five day bender in Magaloo. No hangovers. When I say when I say my hangover, my that was after two shots, so I don't really think it counts. But you know, <laughs> fair, fair. Anyway, well, I mean, look, keep going. Maybe, maybe the new, you know, the new superpower actually should be never to have a hangover. Do you know what I mean? Charlie mm. already has fucking superpowers over here. I already have it. I already have it. <laughs> okay, we'll keep her lit. If you had to go on a date with anybody, living or dead, who would it be? What would you do? Oh, uh, oh you're I have no clue. <laughs> No, 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 uh, Charlie knows what I said. Uh, no, nah, we're not talking about it. Um, probably, uh, right, Charlie, you go first. You go first. Oh, what about, what about, remember, you know, Emma, you know, the way you told Emma that you've got your, your, uh, your like wildcard pick oh or no, no, who's the so, one that you, so my girlfriend and I, for reference, so, so my girlfriend and I have a, a real, um, it's, it's the, fr- it's, the it's, friends it's, it's, rule. It's, it's the friends rule that Ross and Rachel had. Yeah, yeah. The whole past, like, okay. Uh, if, if the opportunity came up with select celebrities, okay, that have got the approval, you would be allowed. Okay. So I don't know. I I I, I would quite like to go on a like a date with someone like um uh Florence Pugh or like Emma Watson. Okay. Jenna Ortega. Jenna Jenny. Or Jenna Ortega. <laughs> Jenna Ortega. <laughs> Gents, anybody else? Um, I would agree. I I would I, I I would agree with Charlie there. Um, I don't know if I can think of anyone else. Oh, here you know who you know who. Uh, your girl from Stranger Things with the ginger hair, Sadie Sink. I she's a bit of a cross of mine. Um, fair play. Up the gingers. Yeah. You know. Up the gingers. To <laughs> be fair. Ginger. Right, lads, final question because time is ticking on. I have a magic ball in front of me. I'm not Mystic Meg, I'm Mystic Jack. You can play any gig in the world you want. It can be a small gig in your hometown. It can be on the biggest, grandest stage of them all. You can be supporting, you can be headlining. It can be at a festival, anywhere. What would it be? Uh, Foo Fighters support, I think. Yeah, a Glastonbury. Yeah, or Glastonbury, yeah. Sure. I mean... To to support the Foo Fighters... I would go. I would. I would say. Honestly, I'd say I uh like Madison Square Garden or something. You know, like just something like at home. Like I I sold out. I sold out Madison Square Garden or like Wembley. Yeah. Fair enough. That would hit. 
Singing paper planes. Oh, oh yeah. my <laughs> word. Lads, I love it. I love it. Okay, so before I let you go, before we say our goodbyes, just one person now, tell us where people can find you, where your socials are at, where your music's at, and what's coming up in terms of gigs, m- more music, what's the crack? Yes, yeah, so on Instagram, uh, you can catch us at falsealarm underscore band. And on there, we have like a wee link in our bio that can take you to all our pages, like Facebook, TikTok. Uh, we have a Visco page as well, where we just post all our gig photos or any like promo photos or any like uh, album cover art coming up, etc. Mm-hmm. And we ha- we just released Dimples last Friday, which is our new song that we were talking about earlier. That's there on Spotify, Apple Music, like all the main streaming platforms. Yeah, just going to be hopefully in the studio again sometime soon and record some more songs. Fantastic, fantastic. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much for coming on. Thank, thank you so much for having us. Thank you.